Let's go. Hello and welcome back to Be Meaner Than It. It. With Jake and Max. You like how we did like the combo voice there for It? I like that. I like that. Hey, right. uh, hold on. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, Good morning, Jake. Wow, that was, that was impressive. Today on the battlefield, the Rangers are advanced upon by the orc enemies. You know what? It, it, you really have to think about how you're going to talk like that. That's too hard. I can't, I can't keep it up. No, just, just keep it up. the rangers approaching phase line charlie are pinned down by their own outgoing it's not safe to advance it's not safe to stay where they are under fire and in pursuit what i'm on a roll here no you're the movie trailer guy oh (laughs) the rangers outnumbered three thousand to one what will they do? Boom, boom. Phase line, Charlie. Is that good? Okay. Uh, you did pretty good as a uh, movie trailer guy, but we're not doing movie trailers. We got to focus. Damn it. I, I don't know if I can read everything like that. The Princess Diaries 5. jeez. <laughs> oh, Okay, keep it together. We just started. <laughs> no, we can't. This is we what happens. This is what happens. Jake and I got you know, to work together today, and we got nothing done, and people got hurt, and it was fantastic. Everybody was, hurt. Like, everybody was so shocked. They're like, how did what admin let you two back together? <laughs> this isn't this isn't good. Good, stop it. All right. Feelings were hurt. People's physical bodies were hurt. Yeah. People's goals were hurt. We are a wake of destruction. No, we are a tornado. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, speaking of wake of destruction, uh, Max and I both finished Lee Doi, the latest yes. Forgotten Rune book. Unbelievable. I loved it from start to finish. That was... Uh... That was good. I don't know how they fit. I don't know how they fit chopped onions into the the electronic version of the book. But it seeps out. It just tags you up. And I was trying to read it. I I don't know, but I was trying to read it as slow as humanly possible because I had to savor it. I just couldn't dive into it and just chug the entire coffee. I had to get the coffee. I had to smell it. I had to like have the aromas enter my nostrils, and then I sipped it over time. And it was, and then I just indulged at the very end. The last night, I'm like, I got 50 pages left. But yeah, it was great. You know, you know what I figured out, or I think I figured it out, is uh, I think Nick has a very refined palate because I didn't notice it at first. But listening to Control Out Revolt, they're always at the, like these nice coffee shops. Yeah. Where they talk about um, some super good food that they eat. And I'm always like, oh man, that sounds awesome. 
And then I started to, I don't know why it took me so long, but when he's talking about all the notes and the coffee and how it's grounded and how he talks about all the flavors, mm-hmm. I, I could taste all of those things. And I was like, I bet going to coffee with Nick is like another experience. It's a different level. I want, if they fund, if they did a, <laughs> it's like a Kickstarter for that, I would totally bid on that. Let's Just go. go to coffee with Nick. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Um, dude which spoilers if you ever lead the way just skip the next couple minutes but there's that awesome scene in lead the way with talker in the coffee shop it's a whole whole chapter about it Mm -hmm. so anyways uh (laughs) so other than that i finished um let's see i think i on the last podcast i talked about soda pop soldier which i finished I finished, uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of the other one. Oh, the sequel to that. I can't even think of it right now, which is great. I started, uh, oh wait, hold on. Tomorrow's May the 4th. May 4th. Something comes out. What comes out? Something's coming out. It's a... it's either the Galaxy's Edge book or freaking uh, uh, Pop Cult Warlord. That was the book I was thinking about. Oh, that's the book you were thinking about? Okay. Yeah, that's, oh. the, that's the last one to the, the Pop Soldier series. Okay, last, last contact. Uh, Galaxy's Edge is out now. And uh, we're going to end the podcast so I can read this right now. I'm up for it. Sorry, I'm 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 out of here. No, I'm just, <laughs> just joking, just Jay. As we're doing this. Relax. Okay. All right, let's but see. I will this. be I will be diving into that as soon as possible. So that's what was coming out. Last contact is out. I don't know about Strange Company too, though. I can't wait for that. Um, I should have done more right. more work before we before I went off on that tangent. Okay, so. Should we just get to Forgotten Ruin now? Let's do that. Yeah, let's just do it. So the, we last left, Rangers are about 300 yards from Phase Line Charlie, which is where mm-hmm. the Rangers retreated to. Um, they're doing kind of a fading or retreat under fire. No, that's not right. What am I trying to say? Tactical repositioning. There we go. Thanks. I knew you knew, you little grunt. <laughs> it's, it's it's a, all kinds of that, stuff like that. Tactical reposition. I just flew around on the bird. I just picked you guys up. That's all I did. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um, so they're 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 actually they can't move forward because there's so much outgoing from uh phase line Charlie that they it's actually safer for them to hook down in this little goalie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way I picture it is it's like if you're standing on if you're standing at phase line Charlie, they're like off to the right, far right in this little goalie down there. The Rangers are shooting out and uh, with the MVGs on, it, like, it makes stuff clear as day, all those tracer rounds hitting and no. exploding and doing all sorts of beautiful things that they do. Um, yeah, that's a lot better than what I was thinking about. I thought about like a clown making love to a donkey. Why would you say that? What? Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was picturing i don't know why 
Is that what goes on in your grunt minds? <laughs> that is what happens. Who okay. gave you? Oh, my gosh. But, I'm not editing that out. It's just going to be in there. Everyone's going to hear you say that. It's called freedom of speech. <laughs> it's called freedom of speech. You know what? I respect that. Right. I respect that. So, oh, man, you just throw me off every time with those grenades. Um, <laughs> so they start to, uh, boom. so they start to, uh, some orcs start to happen upon them and they waste those guys. But these are scouts, right? And the orcs mm-hmm. are still creeping up uh, beyond phase line Charlie because they're unsure if the Rangers have abandoned that previous phase line. So they're cautiously coming up to the previous phase line. Um, they're, start, they're starting to see more guys. There's a there's like an undead cavalry scout uh, that comes riding up. They unload on him, and uh, the thing is just shrieking bloody murder. I might have my events kind of mixed up, but uh, some of these oh, happened before about the, the other ones. The ghost rider? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ghost rider. Yeah. Yep. So, so the. That... Go ahead. No, that that got that succumbed to overwhelming fire from the saw. Um, they took some ranged fire from a huge troll or giant um, way up high, or at least this saw I was picturing it. That. Uh, these archery elements were up high, firing down on them after they opened up on the first few works and the Ghost Rider. This big troll thing has like an enormous bow. I think it's probably like the equivalent of like a small ballista. And he freaking rears back and shoots and tags Mercer in the leg. But this isn't just like a normal arrow, right? It's like four feet long and it pins him into the ground. But Mercer's like, nope, I ain't stopping. I ain't, I ain't done yet. And he keeps hosing this uh, undead rider coming at him. And uh, they live to that. Talker, in some good fashion, is actually able to, with the IR beam, tag this dude in the jaw, and he collapses and falls down, breaks his neck. Sweet stuff to visualize. I, I love how I can accurately visualize things happening in this book yeah it's not a like i i don't think i ever questioned like wait i'm never confused about what something looks like it's always described in the detail that i want you know what's kind of interesting though now that you said that the detail for the enemies is very spot on yeah like it even goes down to the you know what i mean yeah but the detail for some of the characters is kind of like it's up to you to create them how you want them to look. Yeah. Me? I, so, I guess I because, I, I, well, the way that I would, but what I would say to that is like, I think the Rangers all have a very common look and there's not really a need to go into super great detail about what they look like. We, know, we kind of know what the Rangers uh, look like already. Yeah, but like, I mean, even when I was in the army, like, Oh, this dude has four teeth because he was from West Virginia. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We all kind of look like grunts, but he had four teeth. And it wasn't because of meth. It was because he never brushed his teeth. (laughs) It's just standard for West Virginia. 
yeah, pretty a- much average teeth count. I uh, I actually think it's on purpose like that because when you build <laughs> the characters in your imagination, then it has a more of a connection for you and the characters. You're creating them how you want them to look. They're more human, I guess. Do you uh, picture one of the rangers having only four teeth? Oh, yeah. I picture Ooh. quite a few of those guys having like two teeth. And not once in any of these books have I heard anything about uh, brushing their teeth. No, Jake, uh, I was going to write you off, but you're not wrong. We don't hear about them brushing All right. teeth. No. I hope they don't. I hope they don't add that to book seven because of you. If I have to hear about Rangers brushing their teeth, I'm gonna be <laughs> like upset at you. <laughs> like two chapters about hygiene practices. You know what? You know, you just reminded me though. Uh, the level of detail in this book, I think, is also a big grabber, uh, a big attention grabber, because they didn't just go, oh, and then they uh, for Mercer. They didn't just say, oh, yeah, they bandaged him up and kept going. They went into like a pretty good detailed description of how the arrow was sawed off on each end and stabilized with a bandage. And uh, he, he was essentially stabilized. And then later, when they reached phase nine, Charlie, it goes into detail about the blood transfusion and how Chief Rap being a Green Beret and their, you know, field doc. Um, it just goes into more detail about that. I have that pulled up for later. But. So okay. cool, right? Anyway, yeah. um, they start taking more and more fire. The orcs are just drawn to the attention of the gunfire beyond where Phaseline Charlie, or uh, closer than to where Phaseline Charlie is. So then they start to really swarm this area. You know they got to get out of there quick, so they stabilize Mercer. They're only 300 meters away, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're being they're they're starting to get pushed pretty hard, and the you know the orcs are starting to swarm now, and the problem is even though the rangers have overwhelming firepower and they can dispense of these guys quickly, they have a finite amount of. Ammo. And so the Rangers are death dealing machines, but only for a limited amount of time. So mm-hmm. they know they got to get back to phase line Charlie or they're freaking screwed because these orcs are bigger, stronger, and they, you know, if you let them get up close, they're going to get all pokey stabby with their weapons. So the danger is they got to move fast. And pretty soon in their movement, they are targeted by um, indirect fire with arrows. And Talker, smartly, was able to surmise that there's some kind of battlefield communication out there where um, they're, they're now being targeted. And more orcs are starting to swarm. And uh, I love the introduction of, uh, you, you kind of get a look at Soprano a little bit more in his awful Italian accent. Hey, uh, Sargente, it's a me coming through. Scusi, scusi. Dude, I... Love- I- <laughs> I don't know why, but I every time they talk about uh, Soprano, Soprano, I mm-hmm. picture Mario with fireballs shooting out of a saw. 
Yes. Uh, it's probably not too far off. No, probably not. He probably looked more like Luigi, but you know. I wonder if this is a real person they were drawing from. I wish I asked him that. Damn it. Maybe, maybe next time. So, uh, let's see. We, we're, we're running up. They're hiding under those logs. Uh, a bunch of arrows rain down, and they're able to, they're squeezing through. This goalie gets real tight. Um, and you think of like a, a creek inside of a depression already, and uh, it, it can probably get pretty deep and pretty thin. And so they're squeezing through. The orcs are just coming up on them. Luckily, they have a, a saw with, um, no, Soprano has a 240. Who has a 240? I'm, I'm, no. I'm having trouble. No, I think, I think Soprano has the saw. Yeah. Okay. So these orcs are fitting through a narrow opening, which is advantageous to the rangers throw that lead down into that small corridor that works are funneling through and just channel death their way. Mm -hmm. It's it's starting to work. Um, they're squeezing through. Mercer's having a hell of a time staying conscious. And uh, I think it was yeah. Kurtz that just slaps him super hard and says, don't go to the light. But he either didn't care or was actually really curious about what that light was all about. So say it's the book. Um, they're making oh, yeah, it, they finally make it, uh, but they're hosing dudes down. They're all about, they're all on their last mag and they make it to phase like Charlie. Also, important to note the uh, the Rangers on phase line Charlie soon became apprised of uh, the Rangers coming up and shifted fire over to assist them with the snipers. Um, there are these dudes that I forgot about. The uh, some new creatures that looked like small dragon dog humanoids came up, and they yeah. had curved little daggers and or daggers, shouting so, something that sounded like "Briar, Briar." So, uh, chapter nineteen through twenty-two, especially in chapter twenty-two, there's an introduction of a whole bunch of different uh, type of creatures. And just some weird stuff. Like there's talks about this like humongous snake humanoid with a flat senator and like power rings who is almost like a, a ground force commander at the time. There's all sorts of weird things that they talk about. Anyway, sorry about that. No, you're good. Um, let's go. Uh, so Mjolnir's and Sergeant Thor are making quick work of these guys. Mm. Um, they finally make it up. They barely made it to Faison Charlie. Chief Rap was there, and here's something interesting. PFC Kennedy has a universal blood type. Um, so he's wandering around with probably like a permanent IV just stuck in his arm for uh, blood transfusions. Oh, we're about nine minutes until Zoom's going to shut me down. Um, Kennedy carried a quote universal kit that can assist medics in making critical blood transfusions in minutes right there on the battlefield. Uh, I've never seen something like that, but I bet if you had a universal blood type, you weren't super stoked on that. I mean, I'm sure it was cool to help your rangers out, but um, 
being you're just the blood guy. I don't know. How long can you do that? I don't know. I guess you have a lot of your wizard slash blood guy. Be okay. He'll be okay. Um, let's see. Uh, so chief rap at this time, they go into how much of a badass he is. They're like, yeah, he's not only competent, but gifted in his medical abilities. And that's what SF yeah. guys are. And so I thought that was pretty cool because spoiler, um, the more I read these books and listen to them over and over, the more hints I get at these people, uh, getting revealed in certain things mm -hmm. and I didn't pick it up until I don't know the uh third time I've read this book where it's talking about how much of a study is with the the medical I'm like yeah. oh I should have started connecting the dots there yeah for sure uh I think going back and reading this um they're like oh look at all these little things that we didn't pick up on the first yeah. read through um so they made it up there. Uh, Kennedy's just pumping blood out for folks. Um, and then there's there's a lull. And uh, they're starting to realize this was not the main attack. This was like a scouting push. Um, they're turtling up on Sniper Hill at the northern end of the island. And weapons pointing out in all directions. And the enemy start to advance once more. And I had forgotten about these. Uh, that is when the captain ordered us in the gas mask and detonated the body bags full of chlorine gas. That had to be pretty uncomfortable to say the least. I couldn't even imagine that. It sounds freaking awful. Um, you know, luckily it was orcs flopping around and passing out and getting boilers on their skin, dying. So uh, after the uh, they don the their mop level, um, it goes a little bit more, and then I thought this is pretty interesting. But somebody yells out RPG, and uh, Talker thought it was Brom, but they like RPG. They don't have RPGs. Turned out it's just a fireball. Yeah. That was getting launched at the Rangers. I'm like, oh. It's like, uh, what sense. do I say? I see something coming. Uh, uh, and you, you know, still at this point, they're not going to give into the magic and the lore of the rune. Yeah. They're not going to go, that's a fireball. No, that's an RPG. <laughs> and accept it. <laughs> they just can't. They can't. They can't. Um, so interesting to know their defensive positions. Um, there is a trench leading up the hill and uh, then just like a slope. Uh, so the enemy can either be out in the open and just gun down or they can come up this narrow channel up the hill and get slaughtered that way into a bottleneck. Um, so they start to come up and um, they're still like unsure that they had, they had pulled back to another defensive position. Um, mm -hmm. So the battle... Uh, kind of grinded to a halt as the enemy starts just flopping over from all this chlorine gas. Uh, it lulled for about 10 minutes and then some kind of arid, dry, unnatural wind came up and it smelled like sulfur 
they can even smell it through their gas mask. Um, so uh, above them, they had a couple more choke points, probably utilizing the same fill and, and trench structure. Um, and once the gas was gone, uh, the mop gear was removed and um, they're getting ready for the next line to come up. They did not have a lot of ammo left at this point. And Talker was convinced that uh, they were 100% going to get hacked to death tonight. Yeah. Well, not only did uh, was there an RPG fireball thing, but uh, orcs also have a crude like Molotov cocktail. Those are being lobbed up as well. Um, yeah. And boulders are getting thrown at them at the same time. There's just oh boulders. I thought you said vultures. Uh, now we we're going into Warhammer. Yeah, vultures. Wait, wait, vultures. Did you say vultures? Yeah. What were you saying? I said I thought you said boulders. Well, originally I said boulders, and then you said something, and I heard vultures, and then you said Warhammer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's continue. <laughs> oh man! So we got we got fireballs. We got Molotov cocktails, and we got automatic weapon fire from the Rangers at cyclic rates hitting these guys. It's clear that their strategy is to not have a strategy and just rush the open ground and come up through the trenches at the same time. Yeah. Rum is just yeah, and then, uh, totally exposed, began to dump fire from the saw below to the jutting rock to drive off further waves of attackers. And then I, I think, think everybody gets, everybody gets hurt here at one point. Yeah. I mean, Kurtz gets, gets hit by a rock. I think this is a Brahm who gets hit in the head in the trench. No, that's that's Kurtz. Uh, Brum gets an arrow stuck in him. Kurt. Yeah. I mean, Tanner's everybody like, just hey, gets dude. lit up. So Tanner's like, hey, dude, I think maybe you got hit by an arrow or something. Yeah. Eat nothing. Eat nothing. Uh, I also like how um, there, I feel like there's some stuff in there for some non-infantry folk like myself where uh, Tanner, or not Tanner, sorry, Talker's told to help um, Rico out with the 240. And he lays down next to him, slings his rifle on his back, and lays down and he goes, nah, man, lay it down in the lay it down in the dirt right next to you so that if I have to do a barrel change, you can get up on it. And lay the hate while I do a barrel change. I was like, man, I didn't think about that. I probably would have done a talker move right there. Um, yeah. So they're coming up. Here they come. Everybody's seeing them rush. Um, so these orcs are Again, these orcs are bigger than the last orcs they encountered, which were bigger than the last orcs they encountered. So we're getting like more and more of a beefier fighting element that's being thrown at them. Yeah, and I think they described these guys as they had shorter legs and a more barrel chest, and they had a red fist uh, sort of emb uh, emblem. Yeah, yeah. So they were they, these guys, these guys had uh, emblems on them, which yeah. to me, 
shows that they're they were uh a little more organized than the previous guys as well we got mm-hmm. less than a minute to go um Hertz is hit by a rock in the throat it sucks <laughs> um they're laying down hay and uh one one part that gets just great which i'm sure a lot of us can relate to is uh Talker gets the 240 and is just able to lay down a cyclic rate of fire and says that there is nothing like going full auto with the 240. There's nothing like it. It's an out-of-body experience. He asked Thor about it later, too, how after experiencing something like that, there's no going back to normal. And Thor says there is a normal after that, Talker, but it's the new normal. Normal is relative, as in what's normal to the spider is pure terror to the fly. Be the predator, always talker. Always. Oh, we got hung up there. Zoom closed our meeting. Okay, so I was on Thor. Be the predator, always talker. Always. That's normal for a ranger now. So talker's cresting into this like, I'm becoming one of them things. I have experienced the high cyclic rate and I am no longer the same person. I'm Ranger Talker now. And I find it kind of interesting because throughout this book, Talker is very doubtful of himself, right? right? He goes, oh, I don't know if I could hack with the Rangers, the Rangers this, the Rangers that. The Rangers believe more that he is a Ranger than he believes that he is a Ranger. Just yeah, they see he, that in him. Yeah, just because he doesn't have the tab. Mm-hmm. And then later on in books, you find out what happens, but it's like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, so <laughs> Talker lays waste to this orc advance coming up. <laughs> uh, in short order, I'm going to read this part. In short order, the belt was burned, and Kurtz, still clutching his wicked trench gun, come up. And yelled, cease fire, talker, ain't, ain't no more. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> left to shoot at. Got caught up in the moment. I get it. There's this video of, uh, and it's about the M60. That's these Navy SEALs uh, shooting it. And they just fire it for a minute and a half. And they're basically talking about how good the M60 is. And there's... When you watch the video, you're in this trance just watching this guy. It doesn't even show what he's shooting at. He's just shooting at something and just watching the the 60 fire for a minute and a half. I don't know. It's just, it's like therapy. Yeah. It's just beautiful to watch. I don't know. This is one of my favorite moments with Kurtz right here. Towards the end of chapter... 21, actually at the end of chapter 21, Kurtz took the 240 away gently and then looked at me in the eyes, nodding once. The look of murder gone. Good to go, he croaked. Killer. Like, that's awesome. Like, that's probably the biggest compliment Kurtz has ever given him, too. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I I love how he takes it reverently. Like, okay, okay. Give her here. Give her here. I got her. <laughs> okay. Give me the baby. Yeah. That's good. Well, there we go. 
Rangers made it to phase line Charlie, successfully knocking back a strong orc push. But tune in next time for the battle around Sniper Hill. Do do do. Do do do. Max and Jake out. <laughs>